0: podcasts take command podcast from odyssey sports craig hoffman logan paulson our guests today will blackman you like what you hear make sure you subscribe to us on apple spotify the odyssey app wherever it is that you get your podcasts switching gears to the offensive side of the ball real quick uh rg3 you know he he uh he had he had a, a nondescript time here uh during his his run were you, you know teammate were you of both anything, of you guys my, you that was Google? my locker mate that oh, was my locker it was not, mate yeah well yeah, really? will, yeah. will and robert were right next to each other in that 2015 which was my first year on the beat logan that was your last, last year? year yeah i think i was i
1: played the the summer of 16 like the training camp and then i was in chicago for 16 season but yeah i got to hang out with will a little bit left an impression obviously yes
0: so you guys, that that was like the Venn diagram of Robert Griffin III, my dumbass, uh, Logan, Will was twenty that 2015, 2016 uh, when we were all here. Uh, but Robert tweeted, "This is the most dynamic Commanders offense in the last decade. Solid O line, playmaking tight end, explosive running back room with Gibson is the lead dog. Scary Terry, Dotson, Samuel leading the wide receiver room with depth behind them. Carson Wentz has a lot to work with." Um, I do think it is on paper the most dynamic offense they had actually since that 16 team since when, uh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> since Deshaun and Pierre and Jamison is a rookie and, and that group was all here. Jordan Reed still at the peak of his powers. Mm. Um, but you know, how, how do you, how does this group compare to that group and, and some of the other ones that we've seen uh, in between? Yeah. I mean, like you said, since, since,
2: because right <laughs> pierre and deshaun both had a thousand yards like i just yeah. i just pulled it up they they did um vernon made good plays obviously jordan was 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 huge um for when he was out there and then i mean o-line was was trent spencer brandon and morgan yeah you know and, and 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 sean was in it maulers right yeah trent trent brandon spencer more, well, I know Morgan, Brandon, Trent all got. I mean, shoot, Trent's still ninety nine overall. Yeah, I just yeah. saw that today. I mean, yeah. he's, he it, it's crazy. And so, and then, I mean, we can say we want. I mean, I'm 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 taking Kirk every day over Carson. Like mm. you know, like I mean, Kirk Kurt, Kurt is a despite what you want to say, he is a walking four thousand yards, twenty five TDs. Yeah, walking. And the only time he's missed games is because of COVID. You yeah. know, so he's gonna be there. Um, obviously in terms of like the upside and whatever you want to say, what Carson, like, yes, it's, it's there, but everyone's still waiting for 17 they're still waiting for like 2017 to come back because he, he was lights out that year, you know? So, but yeah, this is the most dynamic. If these guys continue to, if they can just stay healthy all year, um, if, uh, who's going to play Zampezi, right? Is, is calling the place or is it Scott? I think Scott's still, yeah, Yeah, Scott, um, yeah. Yeah. And, and Scott just does his thing. Um, it's funny. He ran to his dad at the airport in Vegas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and no- North loves wine, by the way. Um, and so, yeah, right, I think that's actually an interesting point though. Will is like the other, you know, we talk about the, the dynamic nature of this offense. The other main thing was like that 16 staff had Jay and Sean. Yeah. And this one, I, I think Scott, there's a lot of questions there. And if all these pieces are healthy, we are going to get the answers because if he can't make this amount of talent sing, like that is a very bad reflection of him. Uh yeah, but and and it is, but it is
2: it is initially right in a reflection of him, but still like I think this is I think Carson knows like this is kind of this his last is I was going like, to say he 100 he got yeah, he to figure it out. He he's got to grow up and and truly and truly like lead from like a genuine perspective and and I think I think for him, like guys guys, what we're saying, I'm sure guys on that team feel that and know that, so they're like okay let's let's see let's see let's see what happens here. Let's try to make this thing work, you know, and thank god they pay they paid the captain and, and and terry um i I think he is absolutely just this dynamite um in terms of what he has done for that organization and what he is doing because he's the one constant you know i think when everything hits the fan hits the fan he is he still remains uh constant i think he's going to be a huge help for him because he i mean he made it work with heineke you know like he he was i mean he's on he's on film talking about trying to make this work and trusting him because he knows like if i can just build up this guy and make him better like the lebron effect like i'll make the extra pass because if i build if i give this guy confidence then when it matters when I, and I need him, he's there because I facilitated that throughout the season. Like I got him confident, I got him confident, and so I think that's a big deal. And then obviously, if, if Gibson could just hold on to the rock, that's going to be massive.
1: Mm.
2: So, um, in terms of talent, it, it could be there. I love I love Dotson. I mean, he I can watch his Penn State
0: highlights all day long. Um, yeah. So. Well, yeah, I think Logan actually has. Yeah, I've watched a lot of, <laughs> watched a lot of John.
1: Um, I will say, though, that when you, when you talked about that uh, 2016 team, the thing that really stands out as being drastically different is the offensive line. I mean, that was one of the best offensive lines, definitely in the division, probably in the NFL that year. And then you look at... Yeah, Laval
0: was even awesome yeah. that year, is the, the left guard, like the other yeah. guy. Like, he was fantastic. And then you look at like, this
1: group, which I like the guys. They're all good guys. They all work hard, but it's not the same kind of group. And can they allow you to tap into Carson? Can they allow you to tap into this down the field stuff? Because, you know, like Terry has excellent vertical speed. Jahan, you mentioned his highlights. Like his down-to-down play, Will, is outstanding. You'd love it. And then having a guy like Curtis Samuel who can make some of those uh, kind of special gadget plays. But you got to be able to protect it to get it done. And. Uh, That comparison is really interesting because that group in '16 was very, very special. Like I remember playing in Chicago against them and just being like, "This group is unreal." Is that the five pit game? Uh, Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, the
0: D Hall five pick? No, game? no, this was Barkley. Oh, was, no, yeah, Barkley. Barkley, five Barkley
1: had five, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. That was December that, that year. That was a rough game
1: because like, I remember the first drive, just like their offensive line walked out, their skill guys walked out, and I was like, there's no way we're even competitive with them. <laughs> and they're like, oh, like, I remember the whole week, oh, like, we can beat him. This guy sucks. I'm like, he's better than anybody we have on this team. You know what I mean? Because that team was not very good at the time. So I digress. But yeah, that that to me, that's the biggest differentiator between. Um, this group in, in 2022 yeah. and 2016. I got a pick,
2: again, from film study, from film study that game. Yeah. I <laughs> I remember you guys played Green Bay. Yep. And I was like, okay. In cover two, he, sometimes Matt Barkley, he'll sail the seam ball. Yeah. In cover two to Alshon. And he sailed it, and he hit Ha Ha Clinton Dix right in the chest. Yep. And all all Haha did was he just did his job and stay where he was. So I knew this week we had a lot of cover two going in. So I'll, and I had an issues sometimes I would weave a little bit in cover mm-hmm. two. Like we played Detroit, and and Detroit sent they sent an over out right in front of me, mm-hmm. and I weaved a little bit, and Matt Stafford you know threw the go ball and speed oh. turning and still made the play on it, and so. This week I said, just stay home, have enough depth. There's a chance that Matt Barkley might sail this, this seam route. And sure enough, like we played cover two, I was right over Alshon. And I I was like, let me just do my job. Just do your job. And sure enough, I pedaled. I looked back, and that ball was, it was like a punt. It was <laughs> hit, me, hit me right in the chest with cast on and everything. And, you know. I remember Again, that' just yeah. had
0: a 79-yard return apparently too. Yeah, I got yeah, the box I score. Got, it was I, Christmas Eve, 2016. Yeah, and I got tripped. Uh, Machado had so. two. Jano had two. You had one.
1: That was a rough. That was a rough. That Chicago Bears team was. Mac rough. Brown had a long
0: run that game too. I think.
1: Yeah, it was a rough game.
0: Like rough team. He did had a 61-yarder. Yeah, it was tough. Uh, Kirk, Kirk, a solid 18 to 29 for 270. I told you, solid man. that dude's solid. Yeah. Barkley did throw for 323 with two touchdowns, five picks. That's cuz we were do so, we were just like trying to get everything yeah. we
1: didn't. I think we it was like, like yeah, it was like Christmas Christmas day or Christmas Eve something like that and I could just Christmas feel Eve. it. I could feel they were like we want to get the hell out of here. Like we ran a fake punt and everything we did all this crazy and then it was just like like they were just there. It was like when you're playing with your big brother, you know. And, like, the big brother is in total control of everything you're doing. And that's how I felt. And, like, our coaches were on the side, like, oh, we got him. We're, and I'm like, no, like, this game, we're not even in this game. Like, from the kickoff.
0: We, yeah, we definitively funny. do not got him. Uh, all right, last thing uh, before we let you go, Will. Uh, how'd you get into to the wine game? Oh uh, my I, God. I see the hat yeah, there, the wine that, MVP. Bro, it's, it's documented. I know, I know, but, like, for, for, for our audience, audience, the short version. No, this, if, people so the, the, if people want the long yeah, version, so they, the can sh- go, sh- they can yeah, go The short
2: version is... I started, I enjoyed it like, you know, when I was in college and then I was, I thought it was kind of frowned upon going to the NFL. Like I was in Green Bay, it was beer drinking town, you know, like nobody (laughs) wants to see me drinking wine and, but Charles Woodson drank wine and I was like, okay, no one's going to say nothing to him. That's our best player. So he, he instantly just made it like super cool. And then to see that he was in the business was even like, even more rad. Like, okay, that's dope. Like he's NFL player, African-American guy and he has his own wine. I thought that was sick, and so uh, every weekend he would take us out. Uh, every road trip he would take us out to dinner. The DBs and he would like you know wine and dine us, which I thought was pretty cool. And so I kind of wanted to know more. Like I I kind of draw comparisons when it comes to football because with football I'm a I was I was that kid. You know I studied everything. I collected cars. I collected jerseys. I had all the almanacs. I had all the NFL films. Uh, I mean I I remember. John Facenda's voice, you know, who knows, who remembers the hell John Facenda was at my age, me, you know, and um, Sam Spence was the composer, like I knew all that, I was psycho, like I love football, Mm -hmm. and so I was a huge historian when it came to that, and I kind of felt the same with wine, you know. People look at wine and instantly it's like, "Oh, it's a cool lifestyle," you know. You look at LeBron buying wines that no one else can afford and it's it's just like super crazy. But I really like the stories, the viticulture, the history, the geography. That's what really captivated me. Um like those who 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 started making wine paved the way and and, and it's connected to me. It's connected me to people I never thought like I would I would run into anytime soon. Um you know, like when it first came out, I think Mike Jones wrote the article um, for USA Today. When it came out, what I was doing, I mean, the first two people that called me was Stan Kroenke and Drew Bledsoe. Mm. Like, hey, oh, damn. Know, yeah, like, right. hey, whatever you need, like, let us know. We're down to help you out. And, and they reached out. And, it, and I had a wine event during the Super Bowl, and then Warren Moon showed up. And I was like, oh, what's up, man? Like, thanks for coming by. He goes, man, I saw what you were doing. I think it's super cool. I, I want to help you in any way. So that was super cool and, and while I was playing I in Washington actually is when I went and got my wine certifications um, during studying for those I got to I found out like Leesburg was a cool wine region and so what people didn't know was like during OTAs soon it was over I would like put on my work boots and I would drive to the vineyards over in Leesburg and I would work at like Fabioli Cellars and, and he let me Doug Fabioli would let me hang out in the vineyard and plant vines and clean the tanks because I just wanted to know what it was like. Um, and then just through all that, I wanted to get into the business. I wanted to, I thought, start my own wine label. But then I realized, like, man, I have such a unique network um, of people where I can just be the middleman for them. So that's kind of, you know, I started the Wine MVP. It's a full-on luxury VIP concierge. Um, you can go to the thewinemvp.com or find the Wine MVP on social and, yeah, so I do, like, trips and events, and I do, I did, like, Matt Ryan and Reggie Bush's, their wine cellar, when I first started this business, those were my first two clients, um, I just sent a bunch of wine, like, Justin Tuck, so I got a couple, a uh, couple of lushes on my, on my list, um, and then, yeah, then we're gonna have a, I'm relaunching the wine club sometime in September, so, yeah, I, mean, I just, I, that's all I do, I mean, I have meetings all day, I got a meeting after this, for wine, so that's that's honestly that's hundred percent of what I do. And then, in terms of like TV, I got a couple calls this year. My main goal is I want to call games. Um, like if someone's like, hey, what do you want to do in in TV? I was like, I, I want to be in the booth. I did it a couple times last year for college, and I was like, this is it. You guys see how I look at football, right? From a strategic yeah. perspective, like no, that's 100%. how I watch ball. Like I. I still I have all 22s from last year, and I sit here like an old man, like an old scout, just watching all 22s. <laughs> like I do that's
0: what I do. So, is is that what, like? Would you rather call games or get into like a front office type of role? So, this is I I have had some
2: inquiries this year about front office. If there were two things I would do, if there, in in TV, if there was one thing I would do, it would be call games. It would be call games in football. I don't, I would not coach. I would not, I would do front office. So I have inquiries about both. So I would definitely entertain both of those. So someone's like, Hey, come, I want you to come work in the front office. I will see what that entails. Probably more so pro side. Um, but yeah, I would definitely entertain those. So especially last year when there was a lot of candidates getting interviewed and stuff like that, I had a couple calls like, Hey, like stand by. I'm like, all right. So I would do that. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, what's your what's what's the go-to uh, wine right now for you? Dude, I've been crushing high noons, bro.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've been killing seltzers. <clears throat> um, for wine, gosh, I don't know, man. I, you know what? I try so much wine that I really don't drink wine as much people think I do. Mm because i'm always i'm so always
0: it's become much more of a job than it is like uh, hey let me sit down relax have a glass of wine like no, that's what i did all day it was thought yeah i never stuff. really like, get to me, sit me, down and seltzer. enjoy
2: a glass of a wine really um i had a bottle of fantesca actually which was they sent me a bottle that was actually really good my buddy Dylan proctor he's the uh he, run, he runs that winery over there so fantesca that was the last one i had it was pretty good
0: awesome nice nice well, good luck with everything, man. This was yeah. great. If you ever want to come back on, uh, I we're know, happy bro. To, Look at that. I gave
2: y'all a sweet hour, man. Easy hour. You did. We asked for thirty, and you hit us with that. <laughs> hey, I got time. We just kept that telling stories. Right. I'm like, all yeah. right. Well, he said he got time. Uh, so. I, what I say in the beginning, I said I would make your job
0: easy, Craig. That's yeah. what I said. And and delivered again. Yeah. Never, never. That's fails. what uh, I tell people. people that's what you do.
2: do, players. Control the narrative. <laughs> That, that so the, yeah, make my job no, easy. So the, the touchdown I gave up to OBJ, the the one that he stretched out, right? Mm-hmm. I mean that yeah. game. I don't know. That was the weirdest game ever. I gave up two touchdowns and I finished second or first in Pro Football Focus. Makes no sense. Mm-hmm. I had a pick. Maybe that's what did everything. Yeah, They,
1: they, they I, that they the those where, the really play high. where uh, Kaishan,
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, Kaishan killed a guy. Yeah.
2: Um, no, so w- when y'all asked me about that play versus me, like, oh, you know whatever like blah, blah. so you guys would be like hey he got his ass kicked blah, blah." and i and I, I talked through it like it was funny i'm like look like I, I was on his i was strapping obj okay and then i remember i pushed him and i'm running i'm like okay like he's eli he, eli threw the ball i'm like okay this is going off the back of the end zone so i'm like i'm just gonna run and next thing you know i just saw a big ass 4x glove people don't know obj was a 4x glove four x yeah. boom and just laid out hands are huge and then he started doing the Millie rock and i was like f this dude man <laughs>
0: <laughs> i actually think that might have been the week you remember when you came in studio with me probably you, uh, your wife came too and, yes. and, and, and like back in that old closet studio that became malcolm's office yes. at the park i think it was that week too so like talk about making life easy like you were like no nah, i'll still come in like it's cool we can talk about that. We can talk about the pick. Yeah. We can talk about. I do remember the the quote that came out of that was, uh, "You were like, I my return was stink. <laughs> it was terrible. Because the field.
1: I blame
2: the field. And you were so mad about it. I blame the it. field.
0: <laughs> it was valid. It
2: was trash. Anyhow, appreciate you guys.
1: Yeah, dude. Thanks, Will. Appreciate well, it, buddy. Appreciate it, man.